right, week four, free NFL bets. My name is Eric. Really excited to get this show going. This is the week four free NFL bets where I um, go over all of my free plays for the week. And even though they're free, they're also the ones that I only played for the week. So all my picks are free this season. Let's get right into it. Let's uh, talk about last week real quick. Week three was really good to me. Uh, let's go over real quick. I had one unit, Cooper Cup, over six and a half receptions. He got to eight, I think, maybe even nine. And then I had one unit, Zach Wilson, over 31 and a half passing attempts against the Broncos. He snuck over there at the end. He was way over at the, at, uh, at the conclusion of the game, but it was a little... It was a little close there at the end, but he got over it. Chris Godwin, one unit, over five and a half receptions. He also got over the mark in the fourth quarter. And then Tyler Boyd, my last player prop, over five and a half receptions, did not make it. Um, he finished with three. The Steelers didn't keep it competitive at all. And so, therefore, the Bengals stopped throwing the ball. Um, on my spreads and teasers... Spreads and teasers, sorry about that. Panthers, minus seven. Thursday night football, that cashed easily. And then my parlay, uh, sorry, my teaser, my two-unit teaser. Trying to do better with these two-unit teasers, guys. Panthers, minus two. Ravens, minus two. That pushed. I actually won a unit. Um, They gave me the Panthers and actually the book that I used. It gave me a unit for winning that. Um, so depending on your book, either you pushed, you won a little bit, or you lost it all. So hopefully you chose the book that allowed you to win a little bit. Uh, my next pick, New, New England, New Orleans game under 51 and a half. That hit with the two other uh, picks on that parlay. Denver, New York Jets under 51 and a half. That hit. And then the Green Bay 49ers over 39.5 total points. That hit. That was for plus 112. Love hitting plus money parlays. Um, The next one did not win. It was Arizona minus two against Jacksonville. That hit. But it was a two-team teaser with Kansas City minus one and a half. Kansas City lost. Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the fourth quarter when it was tied up and they had a chance to win it all. So that lost. Next one was Seattle plus seven and a half. Uh, that didn't cover. They lost by t- 10 or 13 against the Vikings. Man, they were up in the first half, and then they squandered the lead at the end of the first half. Um, they were in control of that game. That looked like a sure winner right there. And then I parlayed that with Cincinnati plus 14 and a half and the Chargers plus 17 and a half. So that did not hit. The last two plays of the week did hit. It was Seattle, Minnesota under 63 and a half. And then Green Bay plus 14 and a half. And then Las Vegas plus seven and a half. That was an easy winner. Maybe not the under 63 and a half because that was going over first half. I mean, they were at something like 30 something points. Um, That was a little scary. But then defenses kicked in second half and that one cashed. 
Last play of the week was Denver minus two. They stomped the Jets. And then Buffalo plus three and a half. They drugged the uh, football Washington football team. And then Los Angeles Rams plus ten and a half. That cashed easily. That was the most sweat-free pick of the week. And overall, guys, let me check it. I think I'm plus I think that was a plus three unit week. It was plus three point seven units. So great week. Last week, week three on the season, I'm 17 and a half out of 13 for 57% and plus 2.3 units on the season. And this week, I feel really great, guys. I feel really, really great. Um, I'll be shocked. I'll I'll be shocked if we don't have a positive week this week. I feel that confident about the plays. And... I don't think I have anything else to say, guys. I think I'm just ready to get back, uh, get right into it. Yep, ready to get back into it. So this is week. I have four player prop plays, and I have seven spread and teaser plays. They're all actually well. There's no spreads. It's just teasers and three team parlays, but. I feel really good, guys. I mean, I'll I'll shoot you straight. I mean, usually I feel good every week. Don't get me wrong. I feel good every week, and I usually win every week. So, But I feel really good this week. I feel really good. I feel strong. I feel like I stayed disciplined. I went through my routine, uh, stayed disciplined. I didn't force anything. And I picked teams and point spreads that I just I feel really strongly about. So... I feel great about this one. I feel really, really good about this week. I think we went, I think worst case we go, uh, let's see, I got 11 picks. I think worst case we go six and five and we break even, cut the juice down, go even. But, man, I, I think we have a really, really strong week. I got I got a couple plus money plays in there. And, yeah, I'm ready to go. So let's get into it, guys. So let's start with the player props. If you already listened to the other uh, podcast podcast episodes, then I'll kind of go through fast through the player props. Uh, Mike Gusecki, tied in for the Dolphins. This is a one-unit play. I, ha- I got the line over two and a half receptions, minus 145 on Caesars. I don't like playing juice over minus 125. If I'm playing juice... Over minus 125, meaning that I lay $125 to win 100, right? That's the easiest way to explain it. So the minus is whatever I have to lay in order to win 100. So if I'm playing over minus 125, I feel like, hey, man, this thing is going to hit. This one's going to cash. So this is basically Jacoby Brissett. He's the Dolphins quarterback. His Tua Tungavailoa is not in. And Jacoby Brissett favors the tight ends. Um, I don't know. He just favors the tight ends. He likes the easy throws. I mean, for the quarterback, the easiest throw is inside the numbers. When you throw outside the numbers, uh, you know, the ball has to travel a farther distance. You have to have... A strong arm to throw it out there without the defenders, the cornerbacks picking it off. So over the middle to the tight ends, checking down to the running backs. Those are the easiest throws for the quarterback. And also slot receivers. 
So last week, Mike Gusecki had 12 targets, 10 catches. Yes, was a little bit in a comeback mode there at the end, but still, 12 targets, 10 catches. Now, I think the Dolphins are going to win this week, but still, just to get to three catches, I have it over two and a half, minus 145 juice. Mike Gusecki's going to get there. Three receptions. I feel super confident about that. Next play, one unit, DeAndre Swift, over four and a half receptions, plus 110. So plus money on this one. I think right now it's plus 115, so you can get it at plus 115. I feel really good about this one. I know he has a little bit of a groin problem. I'm not too worried about it. He was limited all week. He'll be good to go. Bears defense has a really good run defense, and that's why... I play, I mean, so if you're going to follow me all season, guys, I play player props and unders and teams that have really good run defenses. I play college football. I play with um, guys who are drafted in the NFL. I play with them on defense, so I know what good defenses are. Okay, I was all an all-conference uh, linebacker three years in a row. And I know what it's like to enforce your will upon your opponent, and especially in the run game. If you're able to stop the run, it makes them one-dimensional, and they just stop. And then if they have to come from behind, if your offense is good and they're playing uh, from behind, they're going to have to throw the ball. So this is why I love these plays, guys. So DeAndre Swift, over 4.5 receptions, plus 110. They're going to be throwing the ball. i like the Bears to win this game and, yeah, they're not going to be able to run the ball. So if they want to move the ball with any success, Jared Goff's going to have to throw the ball. And who does he love to throw to? He loves to throw to his running backs, and TJ Hawkinson is tied in. So I love this one, plus money, DeAndre Swift, over four and a half receptions. Next play is one unit, Jacoby Myers, over five and a half receptions, Minus 105 on DraftKings. So great line. I think it's at minus 115 right now. There's been a little buyback on both sides. I've been tracking the line a little bit. <sighs> Bottom line is this, guys. Tampa Bay has an amazing run defense. Probably the best in the NFL. Not probably. It is the best in the NFL. They're going. The Patriots are going to have to throw the ball. And on top of that, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Tom Brady going back to New England, yada, yada, yada. They just lost last week. Rookie quarterback and Mac Jones. I like Tampa Bay to win this. So I like the Patriots to play from behind. Jacoby Myers in the slot, getting six receptions this week. He had nine last week against the Saints. And Tampa Bay has a really bad secondary they just do. I mean, Richard Sherman's going to play on the outside this week. Carlton Davis, I don't like at all. And so that leaves Ross Cockrell. Ross Cockrell's really, really bad, guys. Really, really bad. Uh, he has no business being in the NFL, just to be quite frank with everybody. And that's probably who Jacoby Myers is going to draw. Again, he plays in the slot. He has the. He's ranked third amongst all NFL receivers in slot snaps. So him lining up in the slot before the play is, uh, before the ball snapped, he's the third ranked guy. Why is this important? Again, 
Easiest throw for the quarterback is over the middle inside the numbers. Slot receivers line up inside the numbers, um, just like tight ends, just like running backs. So easy throws, easy thrown catches for Jacoby Myers in what should be a situation where they're trying to play from behind. Okay, last player prop is Kadarius Toney, the rookie out of Florida. It's a one-unit play. Over two and a half receptions. I haven't spoken about this. This is a brand new breakdown analysis on the podcast. Didn't talk about this in my three-pack uh, three of player props on Wednesday when I did my podcast on the first three that I just talked about. I just added this yesterday night. I love this play, guys. It's minus 130 juice, so it is a little bit juicy. But Kadarius Tony, he's increased his snaps over the past um, three weeks. So he had nine snaps the first week, something like 15 snaps the second week, and then he had 45 snaps last week. Now, Sterling Shepard's not playing, and Darius Slayton also isn't playing. So it's literally Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, and I don't even know who the other receiver is, man. The Giants are so bad. But regardless, even though the Giants are so bad, uh, Sterling Shepard led the team in targets and receptions over the first three weeks of the Giants' season. And why does that matter? Because Sterling Shepard played in the slot. Kadarius Toney will take over that slot role this week. Now, I don't know if the chemistry's there. I'm kind of going off on a whim, but... The number's too low. Two and a half receptions for Kadarius Toney. He's too talented. He's too special. He flashed a little bit of ability last week. And also Jason Garrett threw him a screen pass too. So if Jason Garrett throws him a screen pass, then all he needs is two receptions after that. Cherry on the top. I always look into this stuff, guys. I always look into this stuff. All this uh, existential stuff that, you know, maybe means something, maybe doesn't. First of all, I don't, I don't pick this stuff as, hey, this is, I'm, I'm making a play off of this. No. I see the numbers. I see the injury reports. I see how I think the game um, outcome is going to go because the Saints stop the run very well. They're really good against the run. So the Giants are going to have to throw the ball, and then I don't think the Giants are going to win. So I think they're going to be playing from behind. So they're going to throw the ball. But regardless – of that. That's why that's why I'm playing the bet. But then also just a little golden nugget on top. Kadarius Tony's from Mobile, Alabama. Okay. It's very close to New Orleans, where he's gonna be playing this week. Or uh, I don't know, maybe maybe he's from uh, Mississippi. I, I forget. He's close, he's down there. Kadarius Tony's from that area. And so his family's gonna be there, he feels at home. Players play better. excuse me, when they're at home in front of their families and so forth. They get up for the game, right? It's motivational. They get up for it. Love this play, guys. This is is cherry picking. The Mike Gusecki pick and and Kadarius Tony pick, that's cherry picking. They only need three receptions. They're going to get there. Two two out of those four props are for sure going to hit. I think all four are going to hit, honestly. Um, But worst case scenario, I see three out of the four hitting. So let's get to my last seven plays for the week. And these are all teasers, two-team teasers, or three-legged parlays, 
or teasers. I, I honestly don't know the difference between teasers and parlays, guys. Um, I always thought teasers were just uh, two plays on one ticket. So I don't know. May, maybe three plays on one ticket is considered a teaser too. But anyways, these are my plays for the week. I have my first play, one unit. I already, already broke a podcast down on this one. I got Kansas City minus two against the Eagles, and then Tampa Bay minus two against the Patriots. This is the squares teaser on the board for the entire week. But guess what? Squares win bets too. That's why they keep betting, okay? Because the teaser's like this. It's it's it sounds too good to be true, right? It's I mean you take the last two uh, conference championship winners from last season, the Super Bowl teams from last season. They're coming off of losses. Kansas City's coming off of two losses, okay? And Tom, I mean guys, the motivation is off the charts. Andy Reid's going back to Philadelphia, where he coached for a long time. I don't think it's the first time he's been back. Maybe it is the first time he's been back since he took over the Chiefs job. I don't know about that, but I think it is. I think it is his first time back. I could be wrong on that. Um, but, yeah, all you know is Kansas City's lost two in a row. They're still extremely talented. They're not losing this game, guys. They're not losing this game. Kansas City's going to win that game. That's all I need to say about that. Tampa Bay, you know the deal. Tom Brady's going back to Foxborough. All the motivation in the world. I just think they're the better team, just, you know, flat out. They're just the better team. I expect them to win. Motivation's going to be there. They're going to find a way to win that game. I got minus 113 odds on... I think Tuesday night or Wednesday morning I released this play. So, yeah, I love that play. That's one unit. Next play, I really like this. I released this last night. The next two plays I released last night, and then the last four plays I just released tonight on Twitter, at FreeNFLBets. So, again, guys, I can't thank everybody enough. There's been The viewership, the listening ship, whatever you want to call it, has been amazing. I mean, obviously, because, I mean, I'm picking winners. So, of course, you know, people are going to listen to somebody who's picking winners. So as long as I keep picking winners, which I feel confident in doing, the audience is going to grow. And I appreciate all the listeners, the people who are following following me on Twitter. So if you want to know when I bet my picks, I literally post them on Twitter right after I place my bets. So you can get the exact same line, the exact same bet, and I even tell you what sports book I place it at. So all you have to do is follow me on Twitter. I'm an easy follow. I don't blow up your phone, okay? Because I, I can't stand that stuff, guys. I can't stand that stuff. You know, you follow somebody and just, you know, tweeting, tweeting up a storm. Guys, I'm not going to blow your phone up. So turn my notifications on. Turn the bell icon on. I literally tweet three things. I'll let you know what I'm about to bet. Then I bet my bet, and I release it, and then I do my weekly recap. So that's it. So I'm not going to blow your phone up. Follow me, guys, at Free NFL Bets. Uh, direct message me if you have any questions about why I'm playing what I'm playing. I always get back to everybody. So, yeah, let's move on. Second play, one unit. I have a three-legged parlay. 
uh, two totals on one side. So the first is New York Giants, New Orleans, under 52.5 points, coupled with the New York Jets and the Tennessee Titans game, under 55.5 points. And then I have Kansas City, plus 3.5 points. This was minus 112 on MGM. I really like this one, guys. A, a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. I like this one. Uh, I really want to release some two-unit plays this week, but I got burned on the two-unit plays my first three weeks of this season. It's crazy how I got burned on them. So I really shouldn't have let it deter me from firing away this week, but I'm taking it cautiously. I'm sticking. I'm, I'm very disciplined. I'm not trying to have the same bet twice. So each 11 bets are unique. I'm not double dipping in any of them with the same line that I am on other bets. So I'm trying to stay away from the two units until I, I see a little more clarity uh, from all these teams and kind of judge them off of who they're playing and everything. So that's why. But I like this play a lot. I would really put this as a 1.5 unit play, but I only did one unit. So basically, the Giants in New Orleans, both offenses are not great. New Orleans is focused on running the ball, which is great for an under. And James Winston doesn't want to turn the ball over. And I don't think he does this week unless the Giants get up kind of early, which I don't know, they could, but I don't see it because uh, New Orleans has a great front. They're going to stop the run. It's going to force Daniel Jones to throw. Daniel Jones throwing the ball is an ugly situation. Under 52.5 points. This game could finish 28-24, Saints over the Giants, and this would still cash. I mean, I don't think either team gets to 28 points. So this one should hit easily. And then the Jets and the Titans, if you don't know by now, A.J. Brown, the wide receiver for the Titans, and Julio Jones, the wide receiver for the Titans, are not playing. The Titans are going to run the ball. I mean, all they have is Chester Rogers, and I forget the other wide receiver they have that's playing. I can't even remember. Um, they're at a disadvantage, guys. They're, I mean, let's be real. The Titans are at a disadvantage this week. Uh, Bud Dupree isn't playing on defense, and I'm just not a big believer in their defense in general. I think the Jets are going to win this game outright. Uh, I didn't bet the Jets this week on any sides. I wanted to. I thought about it, and I got scared. I don't know. I probably should have bet them. Whatever. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know enough about Zach Wilson to make a bet with my money on the Jets, so I kept them off my card. But the under, oh man, fifty-five and a half. The game could game could end twenty-eight, twenty-seven. This this uh play still hits. I don't think either team gets to twenty-seven points this week. So the Jets offense is still struggling. And I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna put up twenty eight points, guys. And then the Titans, they're gonna run the ball. So I mean it works it works really, really well for an under. Love those first two sides. And then the last play, Kansas City plus three and a half. Kansas City's gonna win this game. I mean, Kansas City plus three and a half, I mean, that's just added insurance. I mean, they could lose by a field goal, and you're still good. You're going to cover. 
So this one, I really love this. This was minus 112 at BetMGM. I don't know what it is now, but I'm sure it's under minus 120 still. So yeah, those first two plays, love them. Love them a lot. The next play, I released this last night too. And I like this play a lot as well. It's a two-team teaser, one unit, Carolina plus 11.5, coupled with Baltimore-Denver total under 52.5. This was minus 120 at the uh, Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Carolina plus 11.5. Why did I... Why did I bring it up from 10.5 to 11.5? Because 11 is kind of a key number, guys. 11 is, um, you know, a lot of people think 10, 10.5, right? Touchdown, extra point, and a field goal. 10.5. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a key number as well. But 11.5, that happens a lot. I mean, 28-17, right? Four touchdowns. Uh, say four touchdowns for the Cowboys. That's 28. And the four extra points made, 28. And then the Carolina Panthers only scores two touchdowns and a field goal, uh, two extra points. That's 28-17. I mean, that's 11 points right there. I mean, 24-13, that's 11 points. And these are all very common football scores. So 11, I love 11 and a half. I feel great that I got that number with the Panthers. I think the Panthers have a chance to win this game. I think it's going to be a one-possession game. I think 11 and a half is just icing on the cake. And then Baltimore, Denver, under 52 and a half. I love this under this week, guys. I really love this under. Baltimore is going to struggle. They have tackle issues, as in Alejandro Villanueva is questionable. But honestly, even if he plays, I think that's even worse for them. He's not been, he hasn't been playing well this season. And then Ronnie Staley... Um, or Stanley, Staley, I don't know. Uh, the left tackle, he's not playing this game. So I love for the Ravens offense to struggle against Denver, who has been good against the run. Granted, it's been three really bad offensive lines in the Giants, Jacksonville, and the Jets. But still, Denver at home, that defense is going to play with pride. They're going to play physical. They're going to play fast. And then... They have two good pass rushers, Malik Reed and Von Miller. So what does that mean for Lamar Jackson? He's going to struggle throwing the ball, and he's not a, he's not a natural passer anyways. So Baltimore offense, I'll be shocked if they score more than 24 points. I'll, I'll be shocked. I mean, honestly, I'll be surprised if they score more than 20 points. And then Denver going under. I love Wink Martindale. He's a genius defensive coordinator. That back end is a little banged up for the Ravens. It is. But, I mean, Denver's missing K.J. Hamler and Jerry Judy. All they have is Tim Patrick, Noah Font, and uh, Cortland Sutton. That's good. I mean, that's good. Those are are really good uh, receiving options. Don't get me wrong. But Marlon Humphrey, you know, I don't don't think DeShazer Elliott's playing. But... Bottom line, Baltimore's front seven is still very good. I mean, let's just move on, guys. That one's going to hit. That play's going to hit. Carolina 11.5 and that total under 52.5. 28-24. Man, if that game gets to 28-24, I'll be shocked. So, yeah, that's minus 120 at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. 
So those are the first three plays. Let's get to the last four plays. I have not released these on Twitter on Twitter yet. I'm about to right after I upload this podcast. Uh, the next play, one unit, Buffalo minus nine and a half, coupled with Green Bay minus two. This was minus 103 at the Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, simple analysis on this one. Houston, Davis Mills, the quarterback, taking over Tyrod Taylor. Oh, man. This kid has a long way to go. He's not going to figure it out on a long extended week after a Thursday night football game. He's not. And the biggest reason why I say that is he doesn't look confident. I don't think he'll ever be confident enough to start in the NFL after this season. I I don't see it. I really don't. I don't want to be a pessimist uh, for him or, you know, kind of rag on him, but I mean, that's just what I've seen with my eyes. He doesn't look confident. He has some skill. He has some ability. But he looks like he's afraid to mess up. And you can't be afraid to mess up on the football field. It makes you play timid. It makes you play uncertain. It makes he'll, he'll hold the ball longer. So just very short analysis on this. Houston defense isn't that much better either. And Josh Allen... They're going to win by 10 or more, guys. I'll be surprised if they don't. Really surprised. Then Green Bay at home against the Steelers, minus two. All they have to do is win by a field goal. I think Green Bay wins this game. And if they win, I like them to win by two or more. Two worst case of pushes. At this, at this sports book, I would win a unit as long as Buffalo um, or half a unit, rather, sorry, if Buffalo were to win by 10. But anyways, Steelers' offense line is a mess. It's just a mess. Ben's a mess. This isn't the game to figure it out and get right. This is not the get-right game. Um, Chase Clay pulls out, and the right tackle's out. I mean, gosh, the Steelers have offensive line problems, and then, the, and then their right tackle is out, too. It's a mess, guys. It's an absolute mess. I'm a Steelers fan. It's a mess. The defense is more healthy this week. Uh, TJ Watt's back. Uh, the whole fr- uh, starting four is back. And then Devin Bush is back, too. So forth. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just on another planet right now. He's just, he's finally in his groove. And, yeah. They're going to score on that defense. And now the concern is, can the Steelers' offense keep up with Green Bay? This is where I think it's just very simple analysis. I don't see it happening. I don't, Even though Green Bay's defense isn't that good, or they're undisciplined, or the scheme, I don't know, whatever it is, Green Bay gives up points. That's known. I like Pittsburgh to fight really hard in this one. But I'm giving it to Green Bay. That's the two-team teaser. That's play number four on the spread and teaser section. Okay, three plays left. Next play. I love this play a lot. Gosh, I love all these plays. But um, this play in particular, this one should be a very comfortable, comfortable hit. It's one unit. Los Angeles Rams plus seven and a half. Coupled with two other, so so it's a three-legger. It's a three-leg parlay 
Rams plus seven and a half at home against the Cardinals. And then Las Vegas on the road plus 14 and a half. But they're playing in Los Angeles against the Chargers, where Los Angeles is a Raider town. Los Angeles likes the Raiders. It's basically basically going to be a home game for the Raiders. And then the last play, Tampa Bay plus three and a half. So, I mean, gosh, man, I love this play. It's minus 130, and I told you guys earlier, if it's anything minus over minus 125, that means I love this play. And, guys, I love this play. Los Angeles Rams at home against the Cardinals. The Rams have had the Cardinals number, and then the Rams are just a better football team. They just are. Just defense is better, offense is better, and just plain and simple. I mean, gosh, you're giving me seven and a half points with the Rams? Rams aren't losing by eight in this game. They might lose um, because they have a Thursday night football game against Seattle. They might be looking ahead, or they might be concerned about that. But, guys, they're not losing by eight or more points. No way. No way at all. Um, Las Vegas at the Chargers. That's the next pick. Plus 14 and a half. So two touchdowns, two extra points. I don't see that happening. I don't see them losing by 15 or more. Chargers have a really bad run defense. Uh, that means the Raiders are going to be able to move the ball and control the game, control the ball. Uh, worst case scenario, I think they lose by 14, but I'm not even picking them to lose. And then the last play, Tampa Bay, plus three and a half. They can lose by a field goal, and this play still hits. So those three teams, guys, that, that one's going to cash. That one's going to cash. I got all three of those teams winning. And then you're giving me a field goal, a touchdown, and two touchdowns. Nah, that one's going to cash. Okay, two plays left. Next play, one unit. All these are one-unit plays, by the way. Denver plus 10.5 at home against Baltimore, coupled with two other teams. The 49ers at home against the Seahawks plus 8.5. And then Arizona plus 14.5. At the Rams. This was minus 111 on FanDuel. Um, I mean, just very quickly, uh, I mean, this. I guess these last two plays are my lesser confident plays, and maybe I should have thought about doing a half unit plays, but um, I noticed that even my strongest plays, I mean, it's, it's the NFL, right? It's the NFL. So what, what I mean by that is, it's predictably unpredictable. So even even plays that I don't feel as good about as my other ones, they still hit. They still cash, and sometimes they. I I would I would say that they cash more times often than not. So again, it's another unique bet. Why do I like that? Because if one team doesn't come through this week, that means there's only one play. I'm not putting it on multiple plays. So that helps us with all these uh, all these plays. All 11 plays are unique plays, meaning that I have not used the same spread or uh, over-under on another ticket. So yeah, anyways, let's break this one down real quick. Denver plus 10.5. I like Denver to win this game. It's a low-scoring game. Um, I think Denver has a better offense and defense in this game against the Ravens. Next play. Excuse me, just a second. 
Okay, next play on this three-leg parlay, 49ers plus eight and a half. I, I like the 49ers to win this. I know Russell Wilson's never lost three regular season games in his career, but and we're waiting to see if George Kittle plays. We need to know if George Kittle plays, but not for eight and a half points. They can lose by 28 to 20, and this one still covers. 49ers are going to be able to move the ball on that Seahawks defense. That Seahawks defense just isn't very good still. And then the last leg on this is Arizona plus 14 and a half at the Rams. Arizona's going to give their all on this one. Uh, I think they're going to lose, but to lose by more than two touchdowns and two extra points, I don't think so. Really don't think so. So that was minus 111 on FanDuel. Okay, last play of the week. And then I'll get into all my spread plays and, and yada, yada, yada. So I'll explain that after this last play. So the last play is Cleveland plus seven and a half, Seattle plus 14 and a half, and then the Baltimore Denver under 55 and a half. So I like this play a lot, guys. I mean, it's good. You want to know which ones I'm liking a lot. Okay, and that's pretty much every single one. Every single bet that I make, I'm feeling very strongly about. And that's the key. You have to know your edge. You have to know what you know. And I know when I'm placing these bets, green lights come into my head, and I'm thinking, oh, man, this is just easy. Like, yeah, this, this, this one should hit. This one feels good. And then that's my strategy, guys. That's why I hit it such a high percentage at a high clip. So this one I love. Cleveland at Minnesota, touchdown, extra point. I think Cleveland wins. They're a more talented football team, and I think they're the better coach football team. Um, Minnesota has has a chance in this game for sure. Don't get me wrong, but, man, Cleveland lose by eight or more? I love that. Then Baltimore-Denver under 55.5. So earlier we did under 52.5. We just got three more points to get, through, to get us through the one of the biggest key numbers of over-unders, which is 55 total points. So 28-27. Say Denver wins 28-27. Uh, this would still hit. 28 plus 27 is 55 points. So 28-27 score works. Um, 30 to 24 works. 31-24 works. So I love that one. I've already kind of spoken on that. And then the last play, Seahawks plus 14 and a half. Russell uh, Wilson has never lost three games in a row. Never. And he might win this week. He might win. But it's going to be close. The 49ers are, give him, are going to give him everything that he can handle. So with that said, man, I like that one a lot, guys. I, I mean, the more I think about that one, I like that one a lot. So those are my 11 plays of the week, all right? Those are my 11 plays of the week. Now let me put the mic on the table here. Let me sit up a little bit because um, I want to go on to the next section. So the next section, guys, I'm tracking all – I'm tracking some plays this season – and I'm giving my thoughts on everything, too. So please keep listening to the podcast. I'm going to share some really, really insightful data 
that will help you with your handicapping and your sports and your football sports betting. Okay, because some of the numbers coming through have been really, really telling. So let's get into it. So I'll kind of outline what I'm going to do next. Oh, excuse me. So what I'll do next is I'll pick every spread and over under for this week. And then I will uh, go over my top three spread picks and top three total plays of this week. Then I will go and keep track record of the top three public plays and see how they do. And then I will track the three highest totals and the three lowest totals and see how they do. Um, and then that's it. So, yeah, let's get into that. Uh, I want to keep the show under an hour, so let's, let's kind of breeze through the, my spread picks for the week. Okay, let me go up here. All right. So week four. Week four. Okay. So Washington, Atlanta. That's a tough game, guys. This is a really tough game. That's why I stayed out of it. I'm going to go with Washington. That's going to be my last, my last one with them. Uh, that's going to be my last one with them. And I am going to go under 48. Next game, Detroit-Chicago. I like Chicago to win this one, guys. I mean, they have the better defense. Detroit doesn't have a good defense. Even even though Justin Fields is starting and he, he looked bad last week, uh, Chicago's at home. Detroit's just a lesser team in all phases of the game. Give me Chicago minus three. Uh, Chicago minus three, and then the over-under is at 42. I got under 42, guys. I don't think there's going to be any scoring in that one. Okay, next game, Tennessee at the Jets. It's minus six and a half on one sports book. I will take that minus six and a half. I mean, plus six and a half. So plus six and a half for the Jets. And the over-under, I got under 44 and a half. Under 44 and a half. I kind of already spoke about that one. Cleveland, Minnesota. Uh, basically a pick them. Give me Cleveland to win that one. And then the over under. I like points, but man, it's on a key number of 51 and a half. Um, I'm going under 51 and a half. I think it does go under. And I'm picking all under so far. Uh, next game, Indianapolis and Miami, 42.5 is the total. I'm going under that. Both offenses struggle. Um, I expect the same for this week. And Miami to win. Excuse me, guys, I'm tired. Um, yeah, Miami minus two. Yeah, I'll take Miami minus two. So Miami minus two. And then under 42.5 points. All right, next play, Carolina at Dallas, plus four and a half. I got Carolina plus four and a half. I think they're going to win this game. And then the total is 51 and a half. Man, right on that key number of 51. Tough to pick these. Um, I will go 
I'll go. I mean, I keep picking under, but I'll go under. I'll go under. Under 51 and a half. All right. Next play, the Giants and the Saints. Going under in this one, too. Total's 42. I'm going to go under on that one. And I'm going to go the Giants. I'm going to go the Giants plus seven. It's a flat seven, no hook. And under 42. And uh, no 42 and a half, just 42 straight. Okay. And next game, Kansas City minus six and a half. I'm taking them over on that, guys. I think Kansas City finally covers the spread for once. I'll go Kansas City covering that. And then the total is at 54 and a half points. Man, that's so many points. I'm going to go over for that one. I actually really like that one to go over, even with the high total. So over 54 and a half. Next game, Houston, Buffalo. Buffalo is minus 17 and a half. I have Buffalo to cover that, guys. I mean, I have Buffalo to cover that high number. I'm not a believer in Davis Mills. I think that one's going to be a complete drubbing. And over-under for Buffalo game is at 47. And, uh, man, do I think Buffalo's going to score 40 points? That's basically what I need to know. They could. They could score 40 points. Um, sorry, guys. Long day for me. I have... The game going under 47. Buffalo has Kansas City next week. They might be looking ahead. They're going to try to be healthy. They're not going to try to... I don't think they're going to try to blow them out. I think it's going to be kind of close. Not close, but not 20 points or more. But then I have Buffalo minus 17 and a half. I don't know. I just... I can't, I can't believe in Davis Mills, guys. I just can't. I really can't. And, you know, give me Buffalo or nothing. Okay, next game, Rams and the Cardinals. Man, this one is like public dog written all over it, right? Everyone's going to pick the Cardinals in this one. Um, Man, minus four is such a not fun number to bet either. I'm going to take, man, this one's really difficult to decide on, guys. Um, I'll take Arizona plus four. Over under is 54 and a half. I will take the over. These teams are going to score. All right, what's next? Uh, Seattle, San Francisco. I think San Francisco, I, I really do, guys. I think San Francisco is going to win this game. I think Russell Wilson finally loses three in a row for the first time in his career. And yeah, I have San Fran winning this game, covering two and a half. I only win it by a field goal. And then the over-under is 52. Oh, man, I don't know. Over-under 52. Um, that's a high number, guys. I'm going to go under 52. It's flat 52, I think. Yeah, no halves. Just 52 flat. Okay, next play. Baltimore-Denver is a pick em. I got Denver winning that one. And then the over-under is going to go under 44.5. I see 44.5 out there. Okay, so that's under 44.5. Under 44.5. And, 
Next play, Pittsburgh, Green Bay. Green Bay is minus six and a half. I am going to, I mean, there's been money on Pittsburgh with that spread. I think I am going to go Pittsburgh to cover that plus six and a half. I think they're still going to lose. Um, over under is at 44 and a half. I'm going to go over 44 and a half. Is there any 44s on it? No, 44 and a half. Okay, so Tampa Bay, New England. There's a minus six and a half. I'll take that. And I'll take Tampa Bay minus six and a half. I will do that. Minus six and a half for Tampa Bay. Over under is at 49 and a half. 49 on one book. Um, I'm going over that. I like that one to go over, actually. Okay, last game of the week. Las Vegas minus three. Wow, it's all flat threes everywhere. Um... I'm going to buy the point because it was at three and a half the whole week. I'll see how that works out for me. So plus three and a half. And then over under is at 51 and a half. Man, key number there. Excuse me. I'm going over. I'm going over 51 and a half. Okay, so those are my over under plays for the week. Let's see. Next section are my top three spread and total plays for the week. So week four um, spreads and totals. So my top three spread plays, let me look really quickly back at it. Uh, okay, top three spread plays are, I, I like the Raiders plus three and a half, LV plus three and a half, and then Let's see, who else do we want here? Man, there's a lot of pick'em games this week. I like Chicago minus three. Chicago minus three. I think they're going to beat the Lions. Um, man, I like a ton of pick'em games this week. I like Cleveland to win that. I really do. Uh, I'm not going to pick it in my top three. Um... I do like Carolina plus four and a half a lot. I'm going to go Kansas City, guys. I'm I'm going to get back in front of Kansas City minus six, six and a half. I think they cover it. Okay, over-unders. Let's see here. Over-unders. There's a couple unders I really like. Obviously, I'm going to go Baltimore under the Baltimore and Denver game under. Let's see where it's at here. There it is. 44 and a half. So 44 and a half. I love that play. And then what's the other under I like? I like Tennessee Jets under. Tennessee under 44 and a half. And then what's the last play that I really like to go under? Um, hmm. I mean, I like these to go under. That That's for certain. But I like... Huh. See you guys. Sorry, I'm thinking about the last uh, total spread I want to bet. I like, sorry guys, I'm really thinking about this one. Hmm. 
I'll go over for the Monday night game. Las Vegas over. 51 and a half, is that it? Yeah, 51 and a half, 51 and a half. Okay, next section. Okay, let's see what the top three public plays of the week are. So week four equals, let me see really quickly, guys. Pulling up the site right now. Okay, let's see. Man, I think they uh, took the percentages off. Let me check another site really quickly. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Let me see. NFL public money week four. Okay, betting money and percentages. Okay, let's see here. This is a... Hold on, guys. Yeah, the betting trends here. Okay, let's see. Man, people on the Cowboys heavy this week. People on the Lions a lot, too. Okay, so Lions and Cowboys are in the lead right now. Man, a lot of people are taking the Chiefs. A lot of people are taking the Saints. A lot of people... This was four days ago, man. This isn't a good, accurate situation. Let me see. Uh, let me see this one right here. Okay, this one's good. Okay, so the Lions, Chiefs, Lions, Chiefs, Titans, really. Wow. Lions, Chiefs, Titans, uh, Buccaneers. So let's see. Oh, Packers are up there high, too. So Bucks, Packers, Titans. Those are the top three. Bucks, Packers, and Titans. So Bucks, Pack, and Titans. All right, we'll see how they do. And, okay, the highest overs and the lowest lows. So last week, guys, the, the three, so if you blindly bet the three lowest totals the first three weeks of the season, you'd be 9-0 right now. All of the three lowest totals have gone under. And the overs are actually tracking well, too. So the overs are Oh, actually, not that well. Five and four, so you'd be breaking even, basically, off of the juice. So let's see this week. Um, week four. Week four. And the three highest totals are uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Arizona, and the Rams, and we'll go Las Vegas. Let me see. I thought there was a 52. Oh, Seattle, San Fran. We'll go Seattle, San Fran. Seattle, 52. Um, AZ, Arizona, 54 and a half. And then KC game, over 54 and a half. The three lowest totals are, let's see. Uh, Detroit, Chicago, that game is 42. 
And then the last two games, man, Indianapolis is low. Oh, no, New York Giants and uh, New Orleans is 42 as well. And then the last one is, it is Miami. It's Miami Indy. Miami Indy, 42 and a half. Whoa, what did I do there? Okay, 42 and a half. Okay, so I'll just recap what I am for the season. Um, my spread on 24, 21, and 1. Total on 26 and 20. So that's a small profit there. And then my top three spread plays for the year, I'm 2, 5, and 2. So I'm not very good at picking my most confident spread plays, but my totals are 7 and 2. So I'm doing pretty well with the totals. And the top three, okay, so the public plays uh, for the year are 6, 5, and 1. So the public actually is making a little bit of money. And then the, we already talked about the over-unders and lowest total numbers there too. So, yeah, that does it for the week, guys. Um, that's cash tickets. Thanks for all the support, the downloads, the sh uh, my Twitter following. All that is getting a lot better, so I appreciate the love. Let's keep cashing tickets, guys. Really looking forward to this uh, season and just – tomorrow in general like let's make some money so thanks for listening thanks for watching like subscribe and retweet all right thanks everybody see you on the next episode